again talking about coaching. And as always, I'm here with Sivash and with Yannick. Um, and today's question is about um, advice on Zoom and your Zoom setups for coaching. Uh, so I'm very excited to hear some of the recommendations from these few pros. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch, right? Everything moved to Zoom um, in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I hope you're listening to this uh, in a couple of years' time and we all still exist. Um, <laughs> um, but like, uh, I, I've seen about half my clients on Zoom before. Now I see all my clients on Zoom and uh, I did make a couple of changes. So maybe we can just kind of quick fire a couple of really practical uh, tips and advice at people, how we do things. Mm. Um, again, everybody needs to find their own way, what they're comfortable with, but um uh, I think there's like uh, standard things like get a get a camera. I'm I'm having this. Uh, I'm using this. Um, what's it called? Uh, Q2N, a Zoom Q2N. Uh, not nothing to do with a platform, uh, but Zoom uh, makes voice recorders uh, for musicians. So I wanted something with a with a good camera and a and a decent microphone in there. So I'm using this as an external camera. Um, it's quite small. It's about a hundred pounds. Um, no need for the super HD version. Um, but uh, what I like about it is it has uh, different lighting settings because often the cameras in laptops um, are quite uh, quite dark and they don't pick up the light so much. So this one is made for musicians in like dark clubs. So it has like this jazz light, uh, jazz club setting that just like makes everything a bit brighter. And I think I look a bit more tanned than usual. Um, <laughs> I can actually, uh, well, uh, maybe I can move around ah, here. So look. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, you have to watch it on YouTube, but I'm just going through the different oh, lighting it. settings and you can see that, uh, some are very different and they just brighten things up. So that's one thing. Um, you don't have to, you know, laptop camera works, uh, just like just a mic works. If you have a decent mic, I, I recently bought these uh, noise canceling headphones, which were mm. really helpful just because I had cars running around my window or kids screaming that are going to the park. And these uh, Bose noise cancelling headphones, like I invested and it was a bit crazy, but like it, I've really liked them now because they just take all the noise away that usually people found quite distracting. That's awesome. And I've had fireworks going off outside my window and the client didn't notice. I'm like, <laughs> wow, these are really good. This is super cool. So uh, thank oh, you. Okay. Alona, so, for, so it works on your side, but it works also on the client side? Yes, exactly. So uh, what comes in through the microphone is also getting uh, picked up uh, and noise cancelled. So it works on the client that. side okay. as well. I probably Dreaming. need one of those because I have two little babies screaming outside of the door sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's really useful. And I think, and I think that's what it is. That's exactly what Unique said. It's like you can get really, you know, you can get it. I got this little cheap. Well, I think it's cheap. It's like fifty hundred, fifty pound, hundred pound Logitech HD camera, mm -hmm. right? And you can get the really expensive ones. And I think with the basic things that we need, like, like you know, at least like uh, headphones like this, right? And mm -hmm. um, we need probably like basic lighting. And, 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 and that's what it is. You know, if, you, if you're using it at a high level, I've bought professional lighting, haven't set it up yet. Probably going to set it up in the, new, in the new room, right? And I think that's what it is. Like we can get a super simple one. I think with a lot of lap, some laptops, they're okay. Like the new laptops, the MacBook and stuff, but most laptops, the camera is quite bad. So I, I would do mm -hmm. recommend coaches that, especially coaches that are doing this full time yeah. or, you know, even part time, but really want to, 
um, do this properly, invest in hundred pound yeah. into a camera because mm. you know when people can see you properly, it just creates more connection. You know, yeah. um, it, it just in, comes more. Least, yeah. It just comes across more professional. Uh, to be to like that said, nobody's ever complained about my video image or quality or sound quality. Like occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, I was in like group sessions and it was like, oh, there's a lot of background noise. So who's like, where's that coming from? And yeah, I just started muting myself um, when there's like a bit like car running or like it was always fine. Nobody's ever really complained. You know, so coaches who are just starting out, you don't need to invest 200 pounds in headphones and 100 pounds in a camera. Uh, you can yeah. just coach. It's fine. But like if you uh, invest a little bit and often you don't need to invest a lot, uh, it just gets you to a level of professionality that, um, you know, that I think can be reflected in your fees and it just uh, gives a nice impression, but it's not really that necessary. Yeah, I think the main thing is also with light, not having the, mm. you know, the window... Uh, what do you call it not having the window behind you in the back yeah because that darkens your face a lot yeah and i think you know you you can probably even with most most setups you can go without investing as long as you have a basic headphones basic camera yeah use natural light basic lighting yeah and when it when it gets dark outside maybe just put a little light in front of you i i used to just use a normal lamp you know one i had lying around at some point i invested in a in a ring light uh which um kind of just you know has this little thing and i can uh, like but that would that cost me like 50 quid on a black friday deal you know and it's huge and i can light up the whole podcast scenario but you can get something for 10 10 20 quid or you can just use a lamp that you've got lying around just pointed at your face you know it just gives you that little bit extra that that helps I think coming from a background of photography, I have to admit, like I'm quite pernickety and obsessed with the visual aspect of the recording to the point that it can become a huge procrastination. Um, But some some advice for me, I guess, would be, yeah, I mean, lighting is so important, being in a well-lit room. Um, And again, you know, you guys were just speaking about windows behind you. Yeah, that creates kind of um, what's called backlighting. And so, you know, your camera will will measure you against the backlight. So what you need is like a, a nifty little, you know, and I've got these on Amazon literally for 30 quid, two of them. They're uh-huh. like, you know, it's it's a continuous light and it's so brilliant. It's, it's highly portable and it's USB powered. I can carry it around anywhere. So it's been great because I move around a lot on my travels and stuff. Um, I think it'd be great. Actually, I'd love to have some of the links from your guys' camera. So maybe we can share some links from people and I'm happy to include the, the one from this. What camera are you using right now, Nikki? So I've I've just got a MacBook Pro and I'm using that camera, but it's a really it's a, it's a more recent one. And I used to have an old MacBook Pro until recently, and the camera on that wasn't great. So I'd also looked into getting an external camera like you guys, which also has the ability of creating um you know like what we call in photography bokeh, but separating the person from the background, which I think mm-hmm. just visually is quite nice. But again, you know it. I suppose the reason I care so much about it is because I think the the mood and the visual affects me so much if I'm in a coaching yeah. coaching sessions. Like if it's really dark or the backdrop is distracting or even the colors or something, I, I can be really affected by that. So I, I try and kind of manage that in, in how I kind of present myself on screen um, for myself. So again, yeah, I just find good lighting, um, neutral backdrops, bright kind of, I find that quite pleasant. I find that like the energy from that kind of fits the mood of coaching for me quite well. Um, sound wise, yeah, headphones, I think are great. Um, both for, I think, you know, one of the things sharing space during COVID has been sharing the environment with other people. And I think everyone's sanity is protected by the use of headphones and that kind of thing. But yeah, sound quality. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of the main things um, I can think of. 
By the way, for, for these podcasts, I'm using this, you know, mic setup and I have a bit of an audio engineering background. So I'm, I just had a really good microphone lying around, but uh, I don't use it for coaching, you know, because there's like, I need yeah. to be a bit careful with my arms and stuff. So uh, I've only had these headphones for like a couple of months now before I was just using a headset and like the cheapest one that came with my Samsung phone, you mm. know, so that was never an issue either. Um, yeah, same here. I don't really use this for coaching and, you know. I think it's just keeping it really simple for mm -hmm. coaching. But I'm a, I am interested, like, actually, maybe we can have a separate conversation about it. But I think, you know, especially for people, I see people that run large groups, they do really invest into the high-level stuff. So maybe can you talk about that? If someone is watching and they're like, hey, you know what? I do want a high-level camera. You know, like, for example, like one of the Sonys. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know even what you call it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, um I mean, the, the, the only logistical thing that I would question about that is you, if, you're, if you want to stream live, you obviously have to find a way of connecting your camera to the laptop to generate the live screening. But of course, yeah, yeah the image, I'm sure that's not that complicated. I'm sure there'll be something called a tethering cable, which kind of makes the image that's recorded in the camera come as the image on your laptop screen if you're having live Zoom sessions. But what you just want to get is a camera with a decent sensor and good ISO capability, which means that it can make the image kind of clear and bright enough because it picks yeah. up the ambient light well. Um, and then you'd probably just want a lens that kind of, you know, has a, can create maybe again, a bit of that separation of the person from the backdrop, which is quite visually pleasing for most people. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, the Sony mm. Alpha kind of cameras are very um, well known for that, but they, they do have a bit more of a price tag, but if you can get an older model secondhand or something, otherwise Canon cameras are definitely amazing cameras to look into. And I'm sure, you know, If you invested something like 500 pounds for a decent camera and lens, you'd probably get a really, really nice setup. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're wanting mm -hmm. to invest, but you know, because you asked me about the, uh, the, the mic, what camera I'm using, Sivash, um, the, the main key advice I would give again for anyone who wants to create better visuals is just lighting. You know, the difference of the clarity of the image and how yeah, someone yeah. looks all comes from the light. That, that's why I thought you were using your, I think when mm -hmm. we did the first podcast episode, we had that. Yeah. I think the Sony camera, right? And I thought you were using that right now. So maybe, maybe if you can put the the link to those little thingies. Sure. Little, yeah, I will uh, look. I mean, in if the I... description, I think. Because mm. I see a lot of coaches, they come into sessions and I used to be like that. Like, it's too dark and you can hardly see your eyes. Mm. And I think that just takes away some of the, you know, mm -hmm. the presence and, and the connection there. Yeah. Um, two, two small things that really made a huge difference for me um, is one is hiding myself view, like hiding myself from, uh, from like not looking at myself while I'm looking at my client. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very difficult not to get distracted by your own image, regardless mm -hmm. of your level of narcissism. Um, you know, uh, it's like, you just can't help but check. It's like, oh, but I, I have these, uh, we mm -hmm. call in Germany, we call them uh, Geheimratsecken, uh, which is the secret society corners. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard them before. I love oh, it. You know, and like, oh, maybe you are like, sometimes the hair went like this and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh no. And like, you know, it, it's just very distracting from being present with your client. So as soon yeah. as I found out about the hide self view function on Zoom, when you click the three buttons on your image, you can hide yourself. Oh, really? Don't do it now right. because it's going to disappear from the recording. Got so uh, I once uh, presented at a conference and I just had discovered the hide self view and I'm like, oh, this That's is great. Cool. So I, I hit self view and I'm not on the recording. It's just oh, a no. PowerPoint slides with Without anybody <laughs> yeah i think i think that's really cool usually i just put on speaker view in coaching so i can see the client really big and myself in a little corner there yeah but i think that's a that's a really good point my first year of coaching it was like this 
and I'm just looking at myself all the time, like, did I just like do this? What what am I doing? Exactly. You know, am I, think, am I, do I look takes, like I'm being yeah. really present? <laughs> mm. And uh, one of my uh, one of my colleagues, he calls it the the California stare. You know, it's like, mm, oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Um, did you also on the note of Zoom functions? You know that that was revolutionary when someone told me there's a filter you can use that kind of takes out some of the the creases in your forehead and like the blemishes. So there is like a. Oh yeah, I think that's an important one. It's I really always important. Have that one. On. It, oh, t- touched up appearance in the Zoom function takes off the need for makeup. <laughs> yeah, although um, a yeah. photography friend of mine said like, oh, why, why, why are you using that filter? It looks so unnatural. And I'm like, oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think one more important thing is, is, I think what you mentioned unique there in the beginning, it makes you sure that when you stand up, people cannot see that you're not wearing pants. So the camera is lined up at the right angle. You <laughs> I know, did, sometimes wow. people, you know, sometimes we get up to grab something. And one of my supervisors. One of my supervisors was actually saying that that at some point, uh, like she she wanted to get a book for the client, and she's like, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the camera wasn't set up. So I was just gonna uh, say that must be a guy thing, but no, clearly, that's um. <laughs> no, not just a guy thing. Um, Funny. Yeah, and the other thing is, uh, given that yes, speaker view, there's uh, these three images at the top. Um, so I want to recreate uh, eye contact as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. every now and then, like I, I actually make eye contact with the camera. You know, so while I'm usually looking at the image, which I, the image I make as small as possible, so I can, I can still see enough of the face, and I can get uh, the kind of uh, detail in the movement. But I'm trying to make it small enough so that it's at the very top end of the screen, as close to my camera as possible, uh, as close to the external, as close to the laptop camera. I'm still waiting for the laptop, the kind of Zoom coach laptop, where the camera is integrated behind the actual screen so that you can move the Zoom image directly over the camera. You can look somebody in the eye and it actually looks like you're looking them in the eye. I don't think it exists yet. I've experimented with uh, getting some uh, camera modules, which is just a front bit of the camera with a USB cable. So no, uh, no packet like that. There's not a big thing. And just hang it in front of somebody's mm. eye, so to speak. You know, and I haven't found the right module. They usually were quite fisheye, very wide angle, which didn't work for me or very bad quality. So I've tried a few. If anybody out there knows a camera module with a USB cable that is small enough to dangle in front of your actual laptop screen and have a good, uh, good enough quality, I would be very interested to uh, hear that. Um, but like I want to, ideally, I would have a big picture and the camera would be in front of somebody's eye or maybe in the middle or just next to it. So it actually like looks the, like- the third a, eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but for no, now, I'm just moving yeah. it close enough to the camera. Hmm. One more yeah, thing. I think that's important, yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to move off topic. Is there, um, one, one more thing actually I've been looking into and also thinking about because I want to do some recording now um, for my coaching. But um and I've seen this done on Zoom and I think it's really smart. You know, again, I've been moving locations so much recently and, you know, I can never really control the backdrop. And I feel like the lack of continuity, although, you know, that can be a nice talking point. Sometimes it's just really naff. Um, so I've been thinking about um, getting a green screen, which you can, again, get really cheaply mm-hmm. on um, on somewhere like Amazon. 
And uh, you just then, you know, it's, it's easy to pack down and travel with. It's lightweight, it's cheap, it's affordable. And you just put it up right behind you. And it means that um, you can kind of select any other background image mm-hmm. um, as your background. And because of the yeah. green screen, it separates it. Because I don't know if you've seen it before sometimes. Because uh, there's this horrible fluffering. Halo. Like It just looks very uh, unnatural. And it just yeah. keeps flickering the hair. Yeah. And if with a green screen, you don't have that, right? Exactly. So again, you know, if you're someone who travels a lot and want to continuity or just a nice backdrop and something brighter and i don't know if, you, if you're affected by all of that then i highly mm-hmm. recommend getting a cheap green screen yeah. off somewhere like amazon and taking yeah. that around with you i, I generally and i see i'm aware of time you need to go in a few minutes but um i i do the, want to make this point because i think it's important like maybe other people don't care so much but i find it really irritating when somebody's using uh, an, a digital background mm-hmm. and you have that kind of flickering mm-hmm. and because i'd much rather see their authentic environment Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm always thinking, what are you hiding? You know, <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what what is it that you don't want me to see? And mm-hmm. I think that makes it a bit difficult to uh, build a relationship with a, with a coach okay. when you're thinking that they're hiding where mm-hmm. they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would discourage people from using digital backgrounds um, and, and just find a space uh, where, where it works. Mm-hmm. I, I did have a conversation once with somebody who had a digital background, but it was actually the picture out of their window. It was the view out of their window. Funny. But they just mm-hmm. projected it behind them. That was interesting. Oh, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think we have to close it down here. Um, Sirosh, I do want to respect your time and um, thank you for, guys, thank you for making time for these sessions. I think, uh, you know, um, we're doing this for the people out there. We're not profiting from this. It's actually a lot of work to get this out there. But I, I do get uh, quite often feedback from people who say, I found this really helpful and this is really, uh, really useful. I, I like the podcast. You know, you're talking about things that matter to us. Um, guys out there, if you, if you have any other Zoom tips, uh, do let us know, uh, do comment uh, and let the other people know we're doing this for the community. So, um, you know, let's, let's share the more we share, the more we learn. Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate your commitment to growing and learning as a coach. We believe in the generative effect that this has on our wider communities, workplaces um, and the world in general. Uh, just a few things before you go. Firstly, We're doing this for you, so if you'd like us to talk about anything in particular, uh, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your help and support uh, to reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can um, help us by sending this episode to a friend or telling a fellow coach about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon. That would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms. Whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes, uh, you can do so too. And that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.